We live in a world where 1.8 metres is almost always 1.6 metres, and the roommates are always better looking. We get it. Dating can be difficult. So for now, why not take it easy? Tinder. Swipe right. Drinking some sparkling water. Mickey B, 273. Mm. Sparkling water. You know what sparkling water isn't? What? A red flag. And that's what this episode's about. Mm, it's a delicious flag. I think someone who drinks sparkling water, like you get on the date and they ask for tap or sparkling. Yeah. Sparkling, I'm turned on. If you're under 25, red flag. Oh, drug money? No, just trying too hard. Okay. Oh. Under 25, shut up. Drink water. <laughs> you idiot. What are you talking about? You know what, We're in though? Sydney. I know your rent. I was at a restaurant last weekend mm. and the waiter asked, sparkling or tap? My mother said, I'd like tap. And they bought her. That San Pellegrino, but the one that doesn't have the sparkles in it, so it still costs. A mineral? Like, wow, a flat mineral sandpaper. It still cost about $12, but it was just the same as tap water. Yeah, I want them to say tap or sparkling, because there's nothing worse than having to go through the indignation of, oh, do they cost the same? Oh, like, no. do you have a home? Do, like, do you just have, guys have a soda stream? <laughs> Could you just put some bubbles in my water? I'm pretty hungover. Yeah, so um, <laughs> let's talk your red flags, because I know that you're you know, a single lady navigating the dating scene, yes. and I know that women have, like, or anyone who has to deal with men, mm. a little bit harder, I think. Because You've already got you. You know what you're We're fucking are. psychos. We're yeah. terrible. Um, men, women can also be rubbish as well, but I just know that... You like women dating men? It's a tough scene. So tell me, yeah. for you, top three red flags. What do you see, and you automatically go, even if you are a ten, honey, I'm swiping left. Oh yeah, top three. I love that. My top three are topless selfies. I cannot in any way deal with them. Okay, I got some rules around that. Hit me. If you're within mm. eye shot of water. Okay. Like if someone's fully dressed, like on a boat. You know what I mean? I'm like, bro, take yeah. your shirt off. Like, it's summer. But we're not talking about pictures. I'm talking about selfies. Like, mirror selfies. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, you, where are you seeing the water? You know what I mean? If, if I'm in your bathroom, gym, inside a house, no one should have a shirt. Like, Put it on. Also, if you have a bad rig, I'm okay with it. Isn't that weird? I kind of agree. If you've got a dud rig, hell yeah, brother, get it out. Because it's kind you, of a power move. Yeah, it's like I'm confident. Yeah, I'm that's comfortable what it says. with who I am, and I don't let society's rules on what traditional aesthetic beauty dictate how I present myself. That's what it says. And look, just before I was telling you that I have a crush on somebody, mm. and I said, "Do you think he's hot?" And Elmo. you said, "No." Not at all. So I think, and that's great. Yeah, and it's you're saying it's a good thing, isn't it? I think being, I think you know what, I think the most powerful th- relationship tidbit that someone can uh, like, like, have is realizing the person they think is hot isn't hot to other people. It's so great. It's like discovering that your favorite food is healthy. Oh my god, yes. You know what I mean? No one yes. else wants it. Like you go to the buffet, no one is getting the celery sticks. They're going for the cheese toast, baby. Yes. But everyone's going for the cheese toast. No one's going for the celery stick. You can crush that bad boy all day, every day. Oh, that is exactly what it's like. That's 100% it. That's my tuna lunch, Michael. <laughs> um my second my second red flag. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I don't know myself well enough. What do you think it'd be? For you, I think it's anyone who um I mean, you're just... Because remember when you moved here, I tried to set you up with some people. Oh, and, and I was And you not. would give me like, nah, yeah. yuck. You know what? If they're... I just want someone who looks like they don't care. Like Which I, is tough. It's so tough. Because to look like you don't care requires A trying of, the hardest. Trying the hardest. Mm. And also, yeah, really, really caring what people think. I need a level of caring about what people think that 
is like it's the perfect it's a Venn circle. diagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not caring, caring. That little oval in the middle is yeah. Lucinda's perfect date. Like caring about the right stuff. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, I think red, red, a red flag for me is anyone who lists their job as high up on what they do or what they like. That it's in terms of the hierarchy, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. If job is super high up for them. Right. Like if someone's a DJ and they advertise it a lot, it's like, bro, you press play, move on. Cool. Lawyer, man, you shuffle papers, shut up. Like, tell me, <laughs> like, what do you read? Like, what do you like to do on the weekends? Like, <laughs> no, Michael, that's so true. Hmm. When your job is like your personality. 100%. Yeah, it, yeah. It's just of no interest to me whatsoever. We should have gone to be had a Tinder thing and we should have swiped through and just been like, oh, that's <gasps> a. Like, and, and there's some real obvious, like, you know, Nickelback sucks type of obvious obs- ones, like posing with a sedated animal, mm. easy the top, red flag. The topless one is a pretty topless easy red flag, one, yeah. but some women like it, so... I had a chat with, um, do you know Kate Iceland? Nah. She does, she's like a sex worker writer for news.com, I guess. Okay. And she was doing a story about how hard it is to date in Sydney. Right. And I said, I believe that. I believe dating in Sydney is a little bit more difficult because, A, itinerant population. So if people have lived here their whole life, they've formed cliques that are hard to break through. Okay. And without that, you are just meeting a bunch of people who are coming and going. Yeah, it is a very come-and-going city, transient. <laughs> coming and going. <laughs> Triple M. <laughs> um, and one of the other things is, is expensive as hell. Mm. I pay $300 a week for a four-bedroom share house with one bathroom. You do, I've been there, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, like, it's grim. It's not a beautiful place. Grim, yeah. But what happens is I'm old enough now to earn a wage where I've got time and money to go out and do stuff. But mm. if I was 25, you're on 55K and you're paying, you know, minimum $210 a week rent or something. Yep. You don't have time to go out and enjoy, which means the dating experience is a little bit more frazzled because you can't be who you want to be. You might have moved from Brisbane, Adelaide, Wagga, Newcastle, where 55K could have gotten you whatever you wanted. Totally. So you're always just this lesser, more repressed version of yourself. And that angst, I think, comes out in dating. I think, possibly. I think so too. Yeah. I, and my experience of dating in Sydney, so with Alice, my partner, there were some red flags in the first date. Oh, Big red flags. Are you serious? Huge. Okay, because you guys have been together for quite like. Yeah, and she's the best. She's great. But favorite TV show? Oh wait, Big Bang Theory. Big freaking Bang Theory. Up. And really? you know what? I had to, I had to really analyze myself and be like, hold on, this is my problem. Big yeah. Bang Theory is just a dumb, easy show. Like my favorite band's No Effects. They're the stupidest <laughs> band in the world. They're so dumb. Like, why do we sit there and judge Big Bang yeah, Theory? And yeah. I was like, hold on. Because I said to everyone, like, she likes Big Bang Theory. And all my stupid oh. inner city wanker yeah. friends were like, oh, leave her. <laughs> and she's got, like, Black Books reruns. Uh, and then I was like, wait, why? Because mum was like, I told mum. Because I'm like, mum, I'm dating this girl. She's way too beautiful. So I'm, And I was trying to find Of things. course. And so, you know what? Red flags are sometimes self-created. And self-sabotaging, right? And tell you what, red is the color of, the color of sabotage. Yeah. You raise that, instead of raising a white flag to, of surrender, you raise a red flag and you make it out to be a red flag. So I it's really, more. it's like your relationship colorblind. It's a white flag because you've surrendered. You're not ready for love, but you see it as a red flag and you tell all your friends and you guys talk about it together and you say things like, he's got an earring and everyone's like, and you make it a bad thing. Whoa. But Orlando Bloom had a motherfucking earring. That yeah. dude has a big slug and a big bank account. We've seen that slug. I've seen the shadow of the slug. Oh no, we have seen the slug. Yeah, on the paddleboard. Yeah. Daddy thick. <laughs> this is the thing. Yeah, I remember I was dating a guy and he was really into um, really Mason's. Really to see where this goes now. <laughs> 
<laughs> Where are we? We're not talking slime. No, 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 no. Um, and he was really into Mason's mushrooms, which is this like is mushroom powder that you have as a tea. And on this date... Like he... magic mushy sort of thing? No, no, no. It's fully about health. It's like a health oh, thing. That's you, though. And your health. I thought it's me, yeah. but... The red flag thing. I wasn't ready for love. I was like, oh my God, he's like into crystals. Yes. I was like, ew, like that's kind of weird. Even though I'm into it. Yeah. You're raising that white flag. But along the way, it turns red and you go, oh, this is an issue. And you know what? I think it's so silly of people. And you know what? This I think this comes with getting older and being less bitter, which sucks because I wish I got more bitter as I got older. That's (laughs) bitter's bitter's way funner. But I think I think it's silly, and especially with the shirtless selfie thing, especially with the dumb emoji thing, especially with the terrible spelling thing maybe with the uh you know just poor poor jokes whatever it is what percentage of that is going to be your relationship totally one percent his tinder profile picture is his shirt off maybe he's got confidence issues and he feels like he has to display himself in a way that's traditionally accepted you know what i mean and maybe those are walls you can break down this is my observation someone with the least red flags possible isn't going to cause you any sort of distress, not distress, any, it's not going to challenge you. Totally. And I think you totally. need, because the problem is if you find someone that's so similar with you, aka no red flags, eventually when you dig and you dig and you dig and your political views are so aligned and your social views are so aligned, you're going to find that one thing that you're different on and because you've agreed your entire life, it's going to ruin everything. Wow, that is such a good way to think of it. Whereas Alice and I, man, that bitch probably finds liberal. I'm pretty sure she does. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so we're so different. Yeah. And we, what we're doing is we're starting from two far apart areas and we're journeying to the same direction eventually. When you try to find someone with no red flags and who's so similar to you, I think you start at the same journey and that's when you deviate. So you wow. stray away from each other. That's what I think. So I think it's actually almost valuable to find someone. And I'm not calling them a renovator's dream. I'm not calling them a fixer-upper. But find someone... The worst house on the best street. You worst know what I mean? house on the best street. And then yeah. fix them up. Yeah. Like, everyone can be educated. Everybody can be, you know, Alice was, I remember when Alice and I first started to get, like, getting together, she was obviously progressive to an extent, you know, gay, gays, gay marriage should be allowed, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, she was a bit iffy on some things that I was like, whoa, 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 hold on. And I progressively just figured out how to explain it to her. And she's like, totally. you know what? I can't believe I didn't think like that. And, and I think the, it's important for you to see, because you're in these same circles every day, that oh, yeah. the majority of people don't actually think the same way as you. Yeah, exactly. And so you should date outside your bubble. Yeah, Find someone who doesn't have a, you know, Doc Martin, like, low cuts and a big black maxi and works as a barista. Shut the fuck up. You know, like, find someone different, straight from the path. And you know what? You will grow. Yeah. And you'll have to lower that white flag mm. and you'll lower that red flag and you'll be like, you know, I'm ready for love. I'm and ready I found for some it mushrooms. in all the wild places. Mushy tea. I'm down on the floor foraging. <laughs> I don't foraging. want to think about it. <laughs> ah, just down with the fungus. This is a segment we like to call micro and macro red flags with Dom. Dom <laughs> is a gal from our office and she's the best at lists. So I thought, I gave her a challenge. I said, Dom, I know you love lists. Come to me with a list of the big red flags and the small red flags <laughs> that our listeners should look out for. Dom, hit us. I've just realised that actually even making a list and calling it micro and macro would be like somebody else's red flag. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, so yes, my I feel like there's like instant kind of red flags that are really easy to see. They're the micros and I've got a ton of them. It's my longer list. I feel like number one is transition glasses. I'm sorry <gasps> to anyone out there. I don't understand them like 
you know, you know the ones that yeah. go from like they're never quite one way. It's always like someone who thought it was a good idea to buy those. I just know. I just know we're never going to be together. Um, on the same kind of vein, personalized plates. I just, I don't understand who would pay for that. And it's, it's $500. It's a lot. You. And it's just like an arrogance, I think. So that's an instant red flag for me. It also depends what the combination is. It's always going to be something like fucked. Sexy you know. bitch. Yeah. Um, or then anything that's too monogrammed. If someone's got too much monogram shit, it's, that's off for me. Um, why? It's an arrogance thing, I think. Um, emoji use is really, really important <gasps> to me. Too many? And then mm-hmm. what type? Okay. You know that emoji with the, the crying with laughter face that's like... Ugh. Yeah, yeah. People seem to use like multiple, like three of them at a time. Uh-huh. I don't like even one. So if right. someone uses that, they'll, they'll probably get the cut. Oh, and There's wow. a range of other emo- emojis. Or what just, you- yeah, too many emojis. I love this. What do you think of the monkeys? Oh, my God, that's the worst. Yeah, I've got a real problem with the monkeys. Of course. See, that's just so... Down in my like, if any, that would be a it's fuck deal boy. Breaker. It's just fuck yeah. boy straight away. That's just a, that's an, a complete no. That's a that's a macro. Wait, well, that's a deal breaker. But <laughs> this emoji is a red flag. I see. I so see. proceed with caution, but not write off potentially. Cool. The the monkey surely is a write off, and yeah. I'm so glad we got that out. Um, poor grandma, like, that's just the usual. Um, if they quote movies and TV shows too much, like, I love a good quote, but if they're, like, nonstop quoting, I get a bit off that. Um, if they quote a movie I don't like, so, like, mm. if someone would bring up Anchorman into a conversation in 2018, I think I'd... That's a major red flag. That's a major. Okay. Yeah, majorly. Just don't like, if someone said funny. milk was a bad choice, like, what would you do? It's overdone. And it's just, if they thought that was appropriate, I, yeah, I, I'd be sure. I actually do do that. It's really, it's lazy. Do you? Yeah, because it's like, get your when own material. No. I don't know, because I, I didn't even know that was from Anchorman. I thought it was from Simpsons. It's oh, just okay. become part of my lexicon. That changes things, to be honest. That you you're just being Simpsons. polite. Please continue. Yeah. No, you're right. We will never date. Um, and if they laugh too much at my jokes, because like, I'm like, I think I'm kind of funny. Yeah. But sometimes, I remember even Joe did this. He used to laugh a lot at anything I said. And obviously, like, I loved it because I'm like, this is the guy you're dating. But um, yes, this is my boyfriend. But if they laugh too much at lots of jokes, I'm like, you must not be very funny if you think this is funny. Yeah. Or it comes across as not genuine, which is gross. Oh, exactly. Yes. Oh, gosh, of course. I didn't even think about that. It's Mm. even worse. So they're all my micros. Um, Let's get the big, big daddy. Yeah, the big dog. So, yeah, shorter list, but obviously more important. So, a really big one for me is how serious they are about their career. And again, mm-hmm. that career can kind of be anything. But if they're the type that just like call in sick all the time and don't give a fuck or like are just like watch, you know, waiting until it's like 530, I'm not into that because yeah. I want someone that kind of, that's a red flag for me, I guess. Because you're driven. You want to someone yeah. with a match of the drive. And I think if someone can't take seriously what they do for like majority of their time in life, that's that's a bit of a worry. They're probably, yeah, a flake. That's a red flag. Yeah, ain't it? Um, and then how many friends they have and how often they see them. Ooh. So that's like a huge thing for me because friends are so important to me. So I'll instantly, and I assume everybody does this, but if I'm fine if, you know, quality over quantity. They don't need to have tons of friends, but just, I guess, how often they see them, who they are, that means a lot to me. If sure. it's like once every fortnight, red flag. Red flag. Because that's the other thing when you get into a relationship, mm. you, when you're really into someone, you kind of just like fob all your friends off. Some people do that. Yeah. I'm not like that. You, that's good. No. So yeah. I'd, I'd judge someone if they were. Sure. You know, I'm like, why not integrate all together, you know? And if they had something like a boy's night, 
and mm. I use like boy, like B O I, yeah. you know, that's a whole other red that's flag. A different, Unless yeah. it was being used ironically. And in that case, I'm quite for it. Agreed. But if yeah. I have a man cave, again, red flag. Yeah. It depends if it's like some, if it's a cute little gamer, red cave, I'm like into that because I'm into nerds. Yeah. If it's like, Lads, lads, lads. Beer. If there's a beer fridge involved, like I love beer, but no, nah, it's a red flag. Um, how they speak to their parents. I think Ooh. that's really, really important. So A, the actual channel that they use, are they just texting? Is it over the phone? And then B, actually how they speak to them. I li- I heard Joe speak to his dad and I could instantly tell that it wasn't just a mate, mm. even though he kept calling him mate, which is, again, like just typically Straight Australian. Up. He never really says that any other time. Um he, like, you can just tell there's an element of respect or even just, you know, love, I guess. Mm. Um, it'd be a red flag for me if someone just wrote off their parents or didn't have that relationship. We live in a world where pizza is the universal language of love and there's an entire subculture of women out there who only want you for your beard. We get it. Dating can be ridiculous. So why not embrace it? Tinder. Swipe right. Hi, Mary. Hello. Who are you? I am the founder and head psychologist at the Indigo Project. So what we do there is we really try to think creatively about mental health. So when people come and see our psychologists, they're cool. They've been through stuff. They've had broken hearts. They've like walked on the wrong side of the road and, you know, messed up. And so I think that's the kind of person that you want to talk to when you're going through stuff. So absolutely. Disclaimer, everybody. I actually go to Indigo Project and I see a <laughs> fabulous psychologist there. And I know this isn't really important, but you have these teacups there that are like clear crystal teacups That's right. and chamomile tea and it just feels so nice. It's all about just making you pretty chill, you know. Yeah. It's pretty, you know, anxiety provoking to come and see a psychologist, so it's I think it's pretty important to make you feel as chill as we can. Absolutely. Red flags. Yes. That's what you're here to talk about. Great topic. It's a great topic. <laughs> it's a big topic because mm. you can just do the whole surface red flags like oh they wear a shell necklace that is a massive red flag or this or that but it's such a deep uh topic and there's so much to talk about yes um first and foremost how can people maintain a balance of being open-minded to somebody new and being careful say let's say i meet a guy on the weekend and straight away he says something that's like potentially a little bit racist and straight away for me that's a red flag yes but maybe he's just not as educated as i am when or nervous. Or ne- right. Yeah. Well, I think it's it's so important to, to have a balance of being open-minded and, you know, kind of taking in the information. I mean, you don't really want to date someone who's jaded, right? You know, and so I think people got to be really careful. We take dating so seriously these days. So, you know, I think we've got to trust that no matter what happens, that people are always trying to be like, okay, I'm just going to figure out if this is going to be good or not good. But if we can trust that, well, no, ma- no matter what happens, that we're going to be okay, you know, in that, that experience, I, th- I think we can kind of move past that, you know, trying to analyze every single thing that happens. I, I do that. Is that really common to analyze every single thing that happens like on a date? Uh, I think I analyze every single thing that happens in life. <laughs> It's a thing, you know, it's a thing. But we have the opportunity to become more self-aware and realize that we are overanalyzing things and we're not really letting things flow. You know, we can absolutely get in the way of dating, you know, and just letting things be natural and just be like, oh, he did this or she did that. And, you know, just I think it kind of just interrupts the flow of people actually getting to know each other. 
Totally. Mm. Do you have any immediate strategies? So, again, we'll use the date analogy. I'm on the I'm on a date now with this mm. guy because I've decided I'm just going to chill out a little bit, keep an open mind. And he says something, and I can't stop think. Let's say he says something racist again, and I for the yes. rest of the date I can't stop thinking about it. Yes. Do you have any techniques immediately in the moment? Absolutely. To- yes. So. Very quickly, you can run through a couple of questions in your head. First of all, what you know, what is the thought that I'm having? You know, that's the one that's always repeating in your head. What are the consequences of having the, this thought? So it could be like, I'm sweating, I'm getting really nervous, I'm not able to focus. And then we can start to get a little bit distance from that thought. So we can say, is this thought useful right now? Just to ask ourselves, is it motivating? Is it helping? A lot of the time the answer is no. Are there any alternative ways of kind of thinking about the situation or looking at it and there's often so many you know when we get out of our you know blind you know kind of just judgment we can realize that you know there are a whole other you know options that can be there um and also how much evidence do i have to support these thoughts that i'm having because usually you know we might the person might have said one thing or done one thing that we might have interpreted to be bad or not cool but sometimes, you know, we've realized 95% of that conversation was incredible. Mm, yeah. Mm. Stepping, just giving a little bit of space. Bit of space. Yeah. Totally. So there are some typical red flags that most people are aware of, like talking about an ex a lot on a date is a mm. red flag for me, or intense whirlwind romances. But last week, I met a guy... And straight away, I'm not someone who gets caught up in romances quickly. Yes. It doesn't happen to me. Yes. But I met him and straight away we went on a date. And that night I told my mum, I said, I found the one. He's the one. And I've never, ever said anything like that. Like, I really need to prove that I'm not that kind of person. <laughs> and then for a whole week, you know, we were texting and we went on multiple dates and it was great. And then something just happened and I realised that we'd moved so fast. It was like he was my boyfriend already. Yes. And it wigged me out and mm. I just had to cut all contact because I had just got the ick almost I got overwhelmed yeah. yeah and it was that because I am an anxious person yes. it was the same feeling that I get when I feel stuck in a job or stuck at uni or something it was that just dread yeah. feeling right um how do you stay on top of this sort of thing happening well you know I think it's so important that you understand what your needs are so you know there's a difference between what you need and what you want so I think we all want this sometimes we do want this kind of whirlwind romance we're like oh my gosh we just want everything to be like super perfect and everything just to be like happily ever after but when we understand you know the experiences that we've had sometimes what we actually do need is for for example in your case maybe relationships to go a little bit slower and to take the time to pace it the way that it works for you yes you know and there's such a big difference between needs and wants like needs usually are things that are psychological and emotional needs wants are things like um must wear match socks and have rock hard abs and (laughs) have a university degree and make lots of money or something ridiculous like that and i think we can separate what our needs and wants are by really understanding at the core of us what helps us to feel safe within a relationship because safety is a massive thing you know it is pretty anxiety anxiety provoking being in the dating kind of scene it's going to happen regardless but I think if we kind of cut to the core of it you know we've had a lot of experiences which have kind of may potentially made us feel unsafe in, in dating scenarios so knowing that knowing what your boundaries are which is basically what you will and won't accept in a relationship and just 
being true to yourself because I think when you're when you're not being true to what you really need, you you end up feeling you know pretty crap about it and yeah. just feeling really awkward and you, you've realised you kind of got yourself into a situation yourself in a way. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he, uh, I'm not going to go into it in the sake of, you know, <laughs> he might well listen to this, but yeah, the, after I sort of had this freak out, he said, but you were the one that was initiating it. It's like, yeah, because yeah. I, I wanted it, but now I've realised, yeah, this is not actually what I need. Absolutely. I think that's. I really love that point about wants and needs. Mm. What are your What are your thoughts on online dating and how that's changed relationships generally? Um, I think I've heard so many people's stories of online dating. I'm pretty lucky position that I get to kind of listen to everybody's ins and outs of their lives, and I've heard some really incredible stories of online dating, and I've also heard some kind of pretty tragic stories too. But they are actually hilarious, always. Yes, and so. You know, I think that there is the great thing about online dating is that it actually has improved people's accessibility to each other. And it's given people, I think, an opportunity to realize that dating is something that we're all going to do. Let's just kind of get it out in the open, put it out there. I think the thing that you need to be really careful of online dating is just have a really good filter. Again, know what you need. You know, don't take shit from people. You know, don't get into unnecessary conversations that you end up kind of following down this path and, you know, you know, you know what happens. I think we can really manage how deep we get into um, some of these situations on online dating and just be really mindful of, you know, what we are actually using it for. Um, right. Because are you say, is that sort of the point that like sometimes you can get yourself into just messaging a lot of people and it's banal yeah. sort of right. and then going oh it's not for me or it's just too hard and I think sometimes we can come into dating with some preconceived conceptions of what it's going to be like for us and so in psychology speak you know we would call that this is a self-fulfilling prophecy so you're kind of coming in with a I'm not good enough or I'll never be loved or dating sucks and I think you can kind of bring that into situations where you kind of perpetuate that thing actually happening and then going Mm. see I wasn't good enough or yeah vibe also Mm. changes the vibe that you bring into the yeah energy is pretty important let's be real it is Mm. so important yeah do you think do you think that staying single means you often get into a pattern of self-sufficiency and you find it hard to then open yourself up or I think that's a really really good question and again what it comes down to in my point of view is you understanding what your intention behind staying single is so obviously if you're staying single because you're afraid to be hurt you know, you're putting walls of protection around you and you're like, I don't need nobody. And you're basically just avoiding relationships. Then you kind of know that there's an opportunity for you to learn and grow and kind of step out of that comfort zone of, you know, protecting yourself or kind of hiding yourself away from, from, from being in the dating scene. On the other hand, if your intention of being single is to heal, to take space, to get to know yourself, to maybe even take some time to face your shit and work on some of the crap that's just your invisible baggage that's what I call it then you know those intentions are really beautiful so you know the same thing staying single can be looked at in a variety of different ways and only you really know why you're doing what you're doing right Mm. okay what do you think yeah I I think I definitely agree I think I do think sometimes when you've been out of the dating scene for a long time you're almost like, I, I find it hard to imagine what it would be like to fit somebody into my life yes. now. 
Well, I think because I'm working with a lot of people who are single and looking for love, being single, obviously, you don't have to give a shit about what anyone else thinks. And it feels great. You know, it's a really great way to kind of bolster your confidence, your independence, your ability to do things for yourself and to realize that, you know, being in a relationship is, I think, um, a really huge learning opportunity. It's it's not for the faint-hearted, I don't believe. It's not where there's, like I was saying before, it's not always happily ever after. It's actually a real, you know, confronting opportunity to look at some of the things in, in that are your core beliefs about what you think about yourself, how you think about the world, and, and how you want to look at your future. So, you know, the intention of coming into a relationship, I think, has to be right in that it's not because everybody's in a relationship or it's that time or, you know, my biological clock is ticking. And you could come into, you know, relationships, you know, any of them, whether it's romantic or friendship, knowing that this is an opportunity for me to learn about myself. And if you, I think you come in with that, you come in with self-awareness of your own crap and knowing that it's, you, it's going to be brought up by somebody else. Right. Yeah. Going in with realistic expectations and the right yeah. intentions. Yeah. yeah. What about this red flag scenario? What about if you've got a friend that you can clearly see that the person that they're seeing or the person they're really interested in is not interested in them and everything that they're telling you? its I find it really funny when you talk to your friends about dating and they say something that the person's done or said and to you it's so clear cut that they're not interested. But no matter what you say, you know, you can't say, oh, they're not into you because they'll th- your friend will say, you just don't get it. You just, you weren't there. Mm. How can you approach your friend your friends and give them advice because I think sometimes you can create a bit of a riff between you and your friend if you say yeah what's they're just not that into you yeah (laughs) it's really hurtful well I guess I'm in a similar situation you know being a psychologist and sitting with people who are in the dating scene and them coming with stories about I'm dating this person and, and you know they're you can see that they're not smiling when they're telling you the story and so you know being really patient with that and realizing that they've got something to learn out of this and it's probably not your place to teach them that lesson unless they're in dire red flags scenario where they're you know basically you know in harm's way then I think there's an opportunity to kind of step back and 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 look at it from a different perspective knowing that there's an opportunity for your friend to realize that they deserve better than that so that's the kind of trick that we have to kind of employ in therapy sessions is getting someone to realize that situation themselves so we could say you know it's kind of weird because you know the last three times that I saw you and the last three dates that you've had you look kind of pretty unhappy you know like is this kind of what I didn't realize that this is what you were looking for are you are you getting something out of this like have you have you spoken about this you know with the other person like I'd be inquiring around it to see if that the person can see it from a different perspective or realize there's either something that they can do about it communicate which a lot of us don't do very well or that it's not meeting their needs at all right yeah so you don't want to be the one saying they're not that into you say how are you feeling rather yeah asking questions and being curious I think people puts people off guard as if they're doing something wrong but you know sometimes I have been known to say you know I just don't really know like I I kind of I have said to some people I feel like you do deserve better like what do you think like when when you tell me about what you are looking for in a relationship how you want to feel not that you're going to feel happy all the time but it seems a little bit out of alignment with that kind of vision that you had kind of brought to me before does that make sense absolutely yeah yeah gotta be clever
you got to be clever about it. A bit sneaky too. (laughs) Mary, thank you so much for coming in and chatting to us. It's a pleasure. We live in a world where there are plenty of catfish in the sea and ghosting went from supernatural to natural. We get it. Dating can be rough. So for now, why not take it easy? Tinder. Swipe right.